Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to a very special episode of Not Without My Sister, where I, Rosemary McCabe, am in fact without my sister Beatrice. She's not here with us right now. Her entire family has been struck struck down. I was going to say strucken down, but that is not a word. Her entire family has been struck down by some terrible lurgy. And so in her place, we have our cousin, Roseanne Smith, who turned up to Fort Wayne the Saturday before last, not without her sister, which was a surprise. Roseanne, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm back home and I'm finally over my jet lag of coming home. Oh God! I, I, obviously, I'm not because I can't even get that sentence straight. <laughs> how long? How long did the jet lag last? So we were supposed to arrive home on Sunday morning. So I was kind of really looking forward to my Sunday at home, chilling out, you know, taking my time and getting to bed at a wreck because we were to land home at nine in the morning. But our flight from Fort Wayne, Chicago, on Saturday evening was cancelled so we had to get a greyhound for four hours on sunday we did get an extra evening with you and brandon though which is great fun but that's not ideal because that no. was the perfect plan to have sunday to yourself yeah to, to exactly. relax recover before you get back to work that's ideal so to have that snatch from you is a cruel twist yeah, of so I, got, I got back to my house straight onto my computer straight into my first team meeting which was cool because they're a great bunch of folk. So it was good to see them all. And two of them are American. So they 100% understood me yawning the whole way through. But like I literally yawned through every single meeting last week and apologized profusely to my colleagues for that. But, you know, them's the breaks. Yeah, so it just didn't, it took me a while to, to get over it. But I'm over it now, I think.
tell me about, okay, so you announced to us a couple of months ago that you were going to come and visit us in Fort Wayne, but unbeknownst to us, you were actually bringing your sister. Was yeah, that always so, the plan? Yeah, it was always the plan. Like I thought about bringing one or both of my parents or something, you know, something like that, but they weren't as keen on the surprise element or whatever. But it was just because a while back you had a, an episode, I think, about surprises if I remember rightly, or, or it came up in one of your episodes, and I just thought, oh my God, it would be amazing. And also, obviously, it was Beatrice's birthday last week, so I thought it would be perfect birthday kind of surprise or whatever like this. So I turned up in Fort Wayne Airport late on a Saturday night with this strange woman in tow, as both of you, but both of you, kind of your reaction was, and then I turned around and there was this kind of weird woman hovering <laughs> beside you because we were both wearing masks and everything and uh basically yourself and and Beatrice were like oh my god Rosanna's picked up some loser on the plane that she's going to offer a lift or she's offered a lift to or something like this you know so and it was really funny because the one thing Beatrice said was we're gonna have to get another ticket for David Sedaris (laughs) (laughs) which which we did fortuitously Yes, it was great and we thoroughly enjoyed it. It was a great night out. We went out for dinner to a great Mexican place in Fort Wayne in this kind of trendy area in Fort Wayne and then round the corner to see David Sedaris. That was brilliant and I'm so glad because I just went, I can't remember, I just had just, you told me that you'd bought tickets for David Sedaris and I'd literally just finished his Carnival of Snackery book. So I was like, oh my God, very exciting, you know, because he does talk a lot in that about going and doing book signings yeah and tours people. yeah yeah so we didn't actually get him to sign any books the queue was too long well we nearly did but then we just yeah yeah yeah. you just missed the line I just I have thought about getting my book signed by him before like I've seen him I think twice before in Dublin but because he talks about his book signings in his shows right and he often writes essays about like things people have said to him at book signings or weird things he has written in people's books I feel a great pressure that I couldn't actually approach him unless I had the perfect thing to say 100% and I can't remember I did have something for him I had something that I wanted him to put into your book oh I can't remember what it was but it's something that came up last week and anyway if I remember I'll tell you but I just was like oh that'd be perfect tap your mickey or something like that <laughs> <laughs> that is uh for that's everyone a reference that's, everyone. That's a disneyland reference for anyone who doesn't get it it's a disney reference yeah 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 you have to be tell me um what did you think about fort wayne because obviously you know us you've spoken to us since we moved here you've spoken to beatrice a lot since you moved here and then you listen you've listened to the podcast and to us talking about fort wayne so did it match your expectations or was it different to how we've made it out to be yeah, it was funny because obviously I've seen, I've I've spoken to you on video. I've seen, you know, like I follow you on Instagram. I've seen bits of your house and I've seen bits of Beatrice's house and photos from your mom and, you know, and, and bits of the garden and all of this kind of stuff. And it was just really weird to connect all of those in reality. Yeah. Like, you know, so like I was like, oh, that's where that picture is hanging in relation to that thing that couch or do you know what I mean like it was just it all made sense all of a yeah, sudden yeah. you know and it was great to see kind of how close yourself and Beatrice are to each other if you have a car that's a whole other thing and then just some of the <laughs> mad you know the mad you know just like and in a, in a way what was really interesting I suppose is how different your place is to Beatrice's you know mm-hmm. and you know and, and I what I suppose I was most amazed about is, like I live in a 
sizable enough house here in Dublin we're very lucky like when we managed to buy and everything but just I couldn't get over how I hate to say this big both your houses were but it's not a reflection I don't think but like that's how big all of the houses are do yeah. you know what I mean it's yeah. not a reflection on you being particularly loaded or anything it's more just that the houses are built big and built kind of spacious and I hardly saw a house attached to another house do you know around kind of where you are and even yeah closer to the city centre they all seem to be sort of this is my bit of land you're there I'm here and stay yeah away. yeah it like it is quite rare that you'd get kind of semi-detached houses and if you do they're called townhouses and I think they're usually regarded more like apartments or condos so I think often when people, well now I mean correct me if I'm wrong I what I gather is that people who live in townhouses will often be younger renters. And then when you have a family, you're expected to move into your own, like your own home with its own land on all four sides, if you know what I mean. Mm. But that's actually interesting that you said that about the size of the houses, because I feel like in Ireland, the size of your house is very much an indicator of your wealth or your quote unquote success. Whereas in America, because there's so much space, I think within the kind of, I mean, once you get out of like, obviously so I'm not talking about people who are living in poverty and I'm not talking about people who are living in extreme wealth, but within the middle, there's actually, you can, can't really tell what people are like based on their houses in the same way that you can in Ireland, I think. And that's one of the things that I find weird about America is that obviously because I'm not from here and I don't really pick up on the cultural cues or, I mean, Beatrice and I have talked about this as well, the kind of sartorial cues, it's really hard to figure out who's who or, you know, where they're from or what kind of person they are because I can't really get it from their house or their car or what they wear or or their accents the same way I can in Dublin you know what I mean you could go oh, that person's obviously from this part of Dublin and that person is clearly like a bit of a hippie or is clearly a bit of a hipster whereas I can't really figure out the same things here but that's that's good thing as well because then you approach everyone as equal like and it's and that has like historically been problematic in a lot of cultures do you know what I mean like where people are are on the inside or on the outside and I and I think it's no harm that that's like that's one of the great things about America isn't it is that those kind of things can be broken down I know I know maybe if we were American we could all those tales we could read or whatever like this but certainly a country that has a lot of immigration like Canada for example is you know growth is all based on immigration it mm. must be really liberating it must be great yeah yeah because you can come yeah. here and you can be whoever you want but I do think you miss that kind of sense of you know like in Ireland if I go to a yoga class right and I'm sitting next to somebody and I see that they have a certain type of backpack or they're wearing a certain type of jeans I can almost kind of go oh she must be into xyz and you feel a kind of a connection you know it's that kind of tribal thing where you're like that's my type of person. It's probably not as easy as like a backpack, but you might see a book someone's reading. You might see, and I, you know, obviously I can see books people are reading here too, but it's just not the same. Like, I don't feel like there are as many identifiers here of people or that I'm not clued into them in the same way I was in Ireland. And and that that was one of the things that I thought actually, because I was, we were there obviously the week before the midterms. And one of the things we were asking about were all the posters around. And it was funny because none of them were for, like they didn't seem to be for like those big, well, the ones that we saw, and maybe it was just the neighborhood we were in, but they didn't seem to be for those big, roles that you hear about like governor senator whatever the hell you know it was all school Mm -hmm. board stuff you know and we kept like yeah and and like one of I can't remember if it was Brandon or Don but one of the Americans made a comment about you can tell by the color of the poster who it's for and I was like no I can't I've no clue 
clue. I'm not clued in of like on yeah. American politics. And then it was like, you know, I was texting you earlier today joking about like oh I see your woman with the hard hat got in that the work is going to get done you know there was a woman with the hard hat and we were like what is she trying to say with the hard hat like she's going to get the work done well, sorry, it took us ages yeah. to figure out that it was a hard hat we were like is it yeah. a ball it like for ages I thought she was pregnant and was kind of holding her huge round perfectly round pregnant belly but it, it was actually a big hard hat placed in front of her it's funny that like to see the different like I suppose to see the election posters and, and like I've mm-hmm. been in other European countries with election posters and it's funny how similar they all are in a way no matter what oh yeah, in, yeah 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 you know got it's the just the real to like here's yeah here's where you should be looking in the camera here's the expression you should have on your face exactly. yeah, yeah here here's the proportions that we like in the poster but what's interesting about Indiana is that so it's never really in the news when it comes to elections because Indiana is and has been for years a red state so you actually don't see that many posters for governor or for senator and stuff because it's kind of a done deal. Like a lot of people that I would know and that I would be friendly with and that I would follow on social media were talking about it's time to fire Jim Banks, get rid of Jim Banks. He's the Republican, I think he's the Republican Jim Banks senator, Ted Ted Holocom or somebody Holocom. I'm going to get this all wrong now. <laughs> he's the governor. But Jim Banks, I think, is very Republican, very right wing, like, like anti-Roe, pro quote unquote, family values, quite religious, conservative. And so all the people, like basically everyone I know was going, hashtag fire Jim Banks, make sure you vote tomorrow to fire Jim Banks. He got in with a landslide victory. Mm. So like from my, you know, in my little echo chamber, I was like, oh, he's done. He's out of here. But yeah, like, yeah. he really not a hope. Yeah. Because yeah. you weren't following, yeah, the people who would be voting for him or whatever. And I suppose that was, I suppose, the really interesting thing, because the the posters, a lot of the posters that we saw on that woman that we were talking about, she was getting, she was looking to be elected to the school board, which I found mm-hmm. insane. Having been, well, I was never on a school board, but I was on the parents committee, like, and I was, yeah. you know, you know, I'm a, I'm a compulsive volunteer. And like, what I found amazing was the idea that somebody would like canvas publicly to be voted, you know, that, that it's a kind of a public position Mm -hmm. and just the idea that, that they would be bringing politics to a school board because one of the big things like in Ireland, certainly when you're on a board is that you're, I mean, obviously you're a person, right. But you're there for the good of like, you have to leave everything at the door. And if there's ever a conflict of interest, like it's so highly regulated with charities regulator Mm -hmm. here and everything. And like school boards and all those different kinds of boards would be often be registered charities. And like, if there was a whiff of politics, like I know somebody who was, I was involved in the board of another organization and somebody was had who had just been voted onto the board and he never got to a meeting because between the time he kind of vote was voted in and our next meeting he got involved in some a research assistant you know for a TD or whatever like that and he basically stepped down because that was too close to politics to be involved in the wow. board the, do you know what I mean like and, yeah. and you're just kind of going like it just seems so wrong that somebody with very outstated and outspoken views could then be responsible like for my child's education or obviously my you know my cousin's educations and you know and that I just find a little bit freaky. it's so weird as, as far as I can make out so I obviously I'm very new here and I'm kind of learning by osmosis I can't vote yet because I'm not a citizen so I haven't been educating myself in terms of like who am I going to vote for but I have you know like I listen to a lot of podcasts I'm trying to read a bit more news there's a big story at the moment about banned books across America what I gather is that the school board functions more like miniature departments of education within each county or within each school zone. 
So it's almost like the school board has the power to hire and fire principals, to hire and fire teachers, to change curriculum, to ban like students from organizing about certain things, to, you know, in like instate or get rid of certain programs as well. If they feel like, you know what, kids don't really need music they can decide, the school board can decide to get rid of the music program and replace it with something else. It's really bizarre to me. And it's also bizarre because you don't have to have any qualification. Like, like I don't really mind the idea of, you know, schools having kind of committees where certain things are decided. But in a sense, I feel like they should be paid roles and they should be based on people's skills and experience. So you should have like people who've been teachers or people who've worked in in education, people who've worked in speech therapy, people who've worked in, you know, child therapy and child development. But instead it's literally just random moms and dads who have really strong views about whether or not critical race theory should be taught in their school or like whether or not football players should be exempt from a certain exam or whatever. Like it's really bizarre to me that it's just a popularity vote based on absolutely no you know background whatsoever what was your favorite like like what was the most surprising thing and your favorite and your least favorite part about Fort Wayne and or the Midwest in general well I think the thing I was most surprised about just from hearing you talk maybe when you're home or you know and, and when you talk about what you missed the most about Ireland was actually I thought the food was great I really oh, did enjoyed you? yeah I mean now obviously you know in your house you're kind of conscious of our tastes you know you'd have similar tastes and there was you know so like Brandon made us a delicious meal and then when we were over in Beatrice's house you know there was beautiful food prepared for us there and everything like that so I just thought the food was super you know obviously visiting with you but also then you know we ordered some food in Kel surprise everybody you know did you guys surprise <laughs> Excuse um, me, not I, all of our podcast listeners listen to my money diaries, so they might not oh, right, know about okay. my takeaway problem. Yes, okay. But we had like delicious, we had Panera actually twice in the end and it was just mm-hmm. gorgeous. Like it was really good. And they have this it's really, really good, nice yeah. idea where you buy like, you can get like half a salad and half a sandwich or half a salad. And then that was the thing that I, was, I couldn't get over was the obsession with macaroni cheese. Like, like the kids were mad about it. You In this Panera place, you could get like a half salad and a half a selection of different macaronis I was like what the heck like if it had been pastas I could understand but it was specifically macaroni cheese they actually they also have a macaroni cheese grilled cheese it's it's grilled with the macaroni cheese inside the sandwich oh gross and you can get that I think in Culver's there's another place that does mac and cheese and if you ever go I should have taken you actually no I don't think you would have been there because it's Sunday morning Granite City this restaurant downtown does like a Sunday morning breakfast buffet Beatrice refuses to go I've been twice Myself and Beatrice also have a shared distaste for a place that was near your house that I said, I'm never going there. And Beatrice is like, yes, I agree. We will never go there. A restaurant, a barbecue place near your house called Shigs in Pit. Shigs in Pit. I know the name is awful, but it's really delicious. Just, food is really I good. I couldn't eat there. I just couldn't. I'd be gross. Too oh, many bad nice. symmetry in my brain. Ugh like this I know it is a terrible name but the food is really good but the breakfast buffet does so they do things like bacon and then like American sausages which are anemic and disgusting but they also everywhere you go has mac and cheese they have mac and cheese in the breakfast buffet as well that's bonkers isn't it I just oh my god I just sorry I just remembered I was at a wedding and they had mac and cheese as well at the wedding what yeah, they had like a buffet and they had mac and cheese in the buffet. friend's house for, for the... For oh, they had mac and cheese. Dinner. They had mac and cheese as well. So I was like, okay, 
probably in Indiana then maybe I don't know but like mac and cheese everywhere you went and yeah I couldn't because I wouldn't pick mac and cheese for a sort of hearty type food but yet there it was and then we kind of but it was delicious it, it was delish yeah, neither would I choose food. it as a party type food actually now that you mention it but it was very tasty and it was nice to have like hot food after now that's the other thing I was quite disappointed it wasn't very cold and I got a video from you or your mum like a week before with snow and I was like where? oh and I the weather the I thought you meant the mac and cheese I was like why no. would you want cold mac and cheese no, gotcha. no, I wouldn't want cold mac and cheese. I meant the weather you know so we were trick-or-treating and it was broad daylight and it wasn't freezing which you know often it is here um you know and I think it was kind of unusual maybe for it to be so warm like it we, was a very we balmy t- end of October start of November yeah. yeah yeah we were sitting outside like in sort of 20 degrees heat and oh my god that was gorgeous well you just missed it now because yesterday and today it's been snowing there's a layer oh, of what? snow all over our back garden yeah oh, send me a photo I'd love to see it oh yeah I'll send it to you right now it's it's lovely like but it's just cold. definitely snowy and it's cold now and I will not be and like I was out about three days ago I was out with the baby and the dog and I was doing some weeding again the baby was sitting on a blanket and then yesterday lashings of snow I mean I say I would have loved it but I would have loved it for about 10 minutes and then got oh my god this is such a pain well yeah like snow I feel like snow is a bit like intense heat it's really nice if you can do nothing in, like if you can just be on your holidays in it so it actually would have been fine for you guys because you can go out you can enjoy the snow you can build a snowman you can even just look at it and then come back inside and have a hot chocolate mm. but like last night I had to bring our middle our son Finn had has strep throat and I had to bring him to the ready med clinic yesterday at about six like in the snow and then Aww. I had to drive across town to the 24-hour pharmacy to get his antibiotic like I dropped him home first and then I went back. So I hate driving in the snow. Oh yeah, it's a pit. And it, and it wasn't actually, like it wasn't icy or anything because it hadn't, it, like the, the ground wasn't frozen enough for it to be icy. But it's just still like dark and wet and sludgy and gross. Yeah, and I suppose that's the other thing, obviously I couldn't get over. But I think I might be unusual as an Irish person, but I couldn't get over the amount of driving that we had to do. And the fact that I had to be helped into Brandon's car as well. Like I couldn't get in <laughs> off my own because it was so big and I'm so small. So and we high, have to leave yeah. the photo to show exactly how I did nothing to dispel the myth of leprechauns in Ireland whilst visiting Brandon. Oh my God. Yeah, I must share that. There's a hilarious photo where he literally come up to about his elbow. And yeah, I just couldn't get over the amount of driving. I think I saw one cyclist during my whole time there mm. like and it's perfect cycling country because it's so flat it would be amazing oh my god it would be like amazing yeah. but it's really not perfect cycling country because nobody expects cyclists there are no cycle lanes well there are cycle lanes i think downtown and downtown yeah, you I can rent these like bike. city bikes yeah oh yeah yeah i remember but like where we live because we were talking about getting bikes during the summer and I was like, maybe we should get bikes because the boys have bikes and they're quite into cycling now. They'll cycle, you know, up and down our estate and stuff. And I was like, maybe we should get bikes and we could go. And then I was like, you actually wouldn't go out of, like, I wouldn't go out of our estate on a bike no. with a child. Now, now I go on the path, but the problem is the path then just suddenly ends around the corner. So you can only go so far. I went for a walk with Atlas one day and got to, literally got to the end of the there was no more pavement and it wasn't just mm-hmm. like the pavement ended. There was actually like a two foot drop and then <laughs> a gap and then a flipping intercontinental railway, you know, and it was, oh, just, yeah. it was just crazy to to see. And like then, like 
Abigail, my sister, was absolutely fascinated by the trains. Like, it's really evocative. You can imagine they go near your house. Obviously, you know this. You probably mm-hmm. don't notice it anymore. But the first night we were like, oh, my God, that sound of the... Because it kind of has to make this sort of beeping is not right kind of horn blowing sound. Oh, it? it's intense. Yeah. And it you can hear it. Like, but it's so evocative. Like, it's real... You know, you could just imagine the littlest hobo jumping onto the freight trains and stuff like this. Well, so you know what? I always had great respect for people who jumped on trains. You know that I was like, oh my god, I could never do that. It'd be so scary, blah blah. blah. And now I see them going past, and I'm like, they're slow. I could jump yeah, up on one of those. Now, now some yeah. of them go a bit fast, but like most of them go very slowly. You could walk alongside and then just suddenly hop up. Yeah, do you know what I mean? It'd be grand. I think that was the thing that I was surprised by. And I and I suppose it's just how everything is so spread out. But then mm-hmm. everything is so massive that it has to be spread out. Like you brought us to Walmart. I, like <laughs> it's literally the size of an Ikea, right? Yeah. I mean, it's huge. Like, but not, it doesn't, like Ikea, you're not aware of how big it is because it's all broken up. And Yes, I, you know, and you have all the right? little those There's, areas. Whereas I took this photo of Walmart just because you could just see all of the fluorescent lights disappearing into the distance it was like something from a sci-fi movie it was i'm sure they shoot half sci-fi movies in empty walmarts it was insane and then the other thing that i couldn't get over the size of it was and it was definitely actually it's probably the size of an amazon was this place around the corner from you called very deceptively called the chapel which makes it sound tiny and like it's in a church big enough for like 20 people i'd say it'd fit twenty thousand. would it would it Something, i know uh, okay that's i can probably tell you now in a minute hang on well, don't worry uh, about it. yeah it's, it's a it's a, it's a mega church yeah twenty thousand might be a bit much actually i haven't a clue what i'm and i started watching a tv show on netflix called green leaf right and I got really obsessed with mega churches that I was like, oh my God, mega church, that's mad. Like, I really want to go and see, like, I really want to go and see a mega church, blah, blah. And I decided I really wanted to go to the chapel. And my mom is always saying, oh my God, I can't wait to come over to America and see what mass is like, right? She's obsessed with threatening us with this. She's like, I hope you know what time Sunday mass is at. But anyway, once I started watching Greenleaf, I was like, I actually do know what time Sunday mass is at and I want to go. And she was like, oh, I'd be ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I would it would be very interesting it is always interesting to go to mass in other countries I suppose in a way just to see that it's not the same flavor everywhere do you know what I mean like that's kind of always a a bit like I remember going to mass in France and they were having communions and all the communicants were like 12 because they do their communion and confirmation at the same time or something like that I can't like you know slightly different take on it or whatever small details are big surfaces Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. 
Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Velour XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But then the other thing that was that that I, I couldn't get over, and I suppose I, I'm lucky in that, you know, you know, we own our own house and everything. And I know plenty of people who live in, you know, apartments and stuff in Dublin would be like, yeah, this kind of standard. But we were talking, you know, about we were marveling at how lovely your house was and how neat everything was. And, you know, and, and you, you talked about this homeowners association and how mm. they kind of had certain rules like so for example we were driving through this kind of this I suppose village or whatever at one point and you said and and we were like oh it's so cute it's so nice it's so beautiful like it's so well kept and everything and, she, and you were like well in this area you get fined if your grass is longer than so many inches well, six inches know? I think six inches or something like this yeah you're like oh god Jesus what about you know especially like coming from here where we have this whole no mo may thing and then like all of the parks around here they go they loads of the parts of the park go wild particularly in spring to allow for the pollinators and stuff Mm -hmm. like this and it just seems it just seems a bit old-fashioned to have those rules but then I was commenting at one point on how handy like that you have your what we call futility room upstairs in your house and and I think that's so handy because you just you sort out the clothes and then you put them away and it's all on the same level I said oh but it must be real pain when you're hanging out your clothes because you have to lug everything back downstairs and then you pointed out that you are what's the word forbidden verboten verboten yeah you're forbidden from having a washing line yeah which is so nuts I mean I mean and the thing is from like if we go back to our conversation about the school board and the politics getting into it and how you you seem you kind of get the impression that everything's very right wing in your area I can't imagine the homeowners association changing those rules and being that green anytime to say like actually everybody is forbidden from using their tumble dryers and get those I mean it makes sense in the winter right obviously you can't be hanging out you know you'd be hanging out sheets of ice yeah 
but during this like even when we were there there was fabulous glorious drying weather I know I know America is mad to me because in a way and especially more conservative people's politics is very wrapped up in the idea of freedom right and it's like I should be free to do what I want and say what I want and own a gun and you know do this and do that and like I won't have my kids taught about things that I don't want I don't want them taught about you know like this kind of stuff then you're like the homeowners association says you can't have a washing line and you're okay with that but it's a weird like the washing line thing is a weird snobbery because it seems to be considered very déclassé to hang your clothes out. Okay. And I'm sure it's not the same all over America and I'm sure there are some people who don't think that but it that seems to be the 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 reasoning behind washing lines being banned is that it, like it looks trashy. But you know what the thing is as well in Ireland if you have a washing line nobody can see it from the street, right? Because your yeah. house is like next to your neighbor's house. And even if it's fully detached, you've got a little passageway at the side where you've got a little gate and, sh- and you know, your shed might be down there. Nobody's seeing your washing line. Whereas here, because there's so much space and the houses, there's so much room between the houses and everybody has this big garden. And a lot of people don't have fences. You can see everybody's everything. So like, that's why they get more involved. You know what I mean? Because it's part of the, the look, look of, of the place. estate. Yeah, yeah. What they're selling is the aspiration or whatever like this. And I actually took a photo of... A sign about a, a place around the corner from you and one of the things they had was like you know manicured lawns you know some kind of irrigation and then walking pathways and I was like what <laughs> and then I was going for my walk and I went okay that makes sense because there's literally nowhere to walk I mean I think I was back yeah. in 10 minutes something like this so yeah and also speaking funny. of the ponds you were also very shocked when you were like oh no Abigail went out didn't she went oh the pond is lovely it's such a lovely color and I was like that's dye <laughs> couldn't get over that yeah it's like okay well why why don't they just grow more stuff like and that's the thing I suppose where you are I mean I think you said that you're the second owners of the house but it's all quite mm-hmm. new that's yeah the other thing. yeah and so and I suppose you know it's the same in certain parts of Dublin there's new new bills and they don't have you know much vegetation you know like they're they, yeah. they still need to but I know as well like from friends of mine who live in you know, more managed kind of apartment blocks and everything like that. One of the things this friend of mine was saying was that she was she was working away at home and looking out and there's constantly somebody sort of spraying the place or mowing the lawn and mm-hmm. trimming the place. And, and she's kind of thinking, I need to get onto the management company about like we need to cut back on a bit of that, particularly in the spring, because you have to let, the, you know, yeah. but then she was going, but like, I'm just a tenant. I'm not even a, you know, do you know, yeah, she's not an owner. Yeah, she didn't see where she could sort of have an effect, you know. Yeah. Yeah, like you say, it's a it's bonkers like that. They're all about this freedom. And yet they have these weird rules like no trick-or-treating except between five and seven. Well, now, so I don't think that's that, for, that trick-or-treating is forbidden outside those hours. But it's more like here are the hours that we have selected for trick-or-treating. So they're the hours that you can expect trick-or-treaters at your house. Because because what happens here as well is that a lot of people, if if they're partaking in Halloween, they'll open up their garage door and they'll sit in their garage dressed up yeah. and they'll yeah, give sweets yeah. to people as they come up. So it's more like here are the hours you're expected to like do your neighborly duties and hand out Halloween candy. You know what I mean? Yeah. OK. I get you. It's not so often that you have to knock at someone's door and they open the door. It's like they're often waiting outside for you kind of thing. So yeah, I think I that's why. That well. Yeah, because I, I know my Californian colleague was like hell no it wasn't like that in California <laughs> you know like she's just like we could go trick-or-treating anytime we liked you know and I was like wow. yeah 
and you know, maybe things have changed in Qatar. I don't know, but anyway. No, so I mean, I, like so much like a rule of like everybody has to. It's just sort of. No, I think that's actually genuinely meant to be to make it easier for people. That's one of the friendly, few things that's designed friendly, like a friendly agreement, I suppose. And it was kind yeah. of cool. I have to say, going around the area that we went around because we visit, we went to visit friends, and we did it around their house, you know, and. It was really nice to see folk sitting out, dressed up, sometimes kind of looking spooky and stuff mm-hmm, like this at mm-hmm. the very doors. And, you know, and it was it was real obvious the places that were doing the trick-or-treating. And it was just real. There was a real kind of community buzz. And there yeah, was people yeah, really, which is really nice. Yeah, and there was, and it was just, and also then as well, there was folk going around on a golf cart, handing out like bags of sweets and everything around the area. And I don't know if they were like the management crew or something i don't know and then the fire brigade were going around and jumping off the fire brigade or whatever you call it the fire engine i don't know oh yeah fire brigade yeah yeah and handing out sweets to the kids from their helmets and everything like that so that was really that is very cute although i have to say in that estate where you guys did the trick-or-treating i didn't partake in the trick-or-treating because i was at home with atlas who was asleep and then when he woke up i just went over and partook in the mac and cheese but somebody gave the kids noodles oh yeah which was very weird yeah yeah and they were actually delighted but that's the thing here obviously people get give fruit as well here you know give like little tangerines or satsumas whatever you go I never know what they're called I'd say the kids are disgusted are they fruit still in the, I have to go through the bags about a week later and take out all the fruit because otherwise it'll go moldy do you remember monkey nuts I used to hate getting monkey nuts and they're such a faff to peel as well even if you do want to eat them which I never did roasted monkey nuts particularly you love them delicious. yeah love them still to this day What's the difference now between a monkey nut and a peanut? Nothing. Monkey nut is the full thing and a peanut is what's inside. Oh. They're also the same as ground nuts. You see, you learn something new every day, Rosemary. God, I learn several things every time I talk to you, Roseanne. Oh, thanks, I think. Would you that's recommend... A, a very backhanded coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. That's a compliment. I actually didn't mean that bitchily, although it was good that it sounded bitchy. Would you recommend a trip to the Midwest... I mean, aside from if somebody had family, like, you know, like, would you think it's interesting or would you be like, stick to New York? Being you could honest, be honest. No, I'm going to be honest. I would not have to say. And I don't, I'm really sorry because originally when I was planning this trip, you remember we were all planning to come, all five of us, mm-hmm. you know, and obviously that's not a cheap, you know, but it was post-pandemic yeah. and la la la. And, and as I kind of looked around, honest to God, like any of my friends will tell you, I'm a I'm a serious planner. I mean, it's what I do for a living, right? I plan like as part of my job. And like when I'm planning our holidays, when we go away, like literally I will be, I will know, I can tell you exactly where we're going to be eating each day because the one of, you know, it's the worst nightmare. I know, but one of the worst, worst things when you're on holidays is not knowing where you're like, true. And then going somewhere crap. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. You know, so I'm a serious planner. So a good few months ago when I sort of, put this out there with my family and they were keen like so you know like I have a 19 year old I have a 16 year old and I have a 12 year old so my 12 year old is a girl she is older than Beatrice's eldest who would be the eldest of your lot and all of yours are boys so I have two boys and a girl so she would literally have been the only girl there and she would have been older than all of the other kids yeah it's kind of going okay so we're going to have a bit of a generational difference here and my lot are going to be interested in very different and they're all quite like spread out in age Mm-hmm. in their way as well so th- and they're all very different like or like you yeah know, from yeah 
they're all different and they're into different stuff. Now, I could imagine my middle kid would have absolutely loved that trip to Sweetwater that Abigail made with Don last weekend. You know, he would have been in his element. I think Garmin would have loved to visit Fort Wayne, which we never made it to, like the actual fort. And oh, yeah, we didn't do that yet. And absorbed a lot more about American history and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. He would love the shopping, you know. Or whatever, not to be too reductive about it. No, but I mean, they all, you know, they all might have liked the apple picking. Ada and Garmin might have liked Ophelia's for brunch. Satanta and Garmin might have liked Mercado. You know, like you can't really please everyone, but yeah, 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 I get you. Exactly, yeah. So, but when I did all my research, honestly, I didn't see there being enough to do for a full two weeks. And like, Mm -hmm. there would have been no point in us going over. Like, myself and Abigail came over for a week. We kind of chilled, and Abigail particularly. Yeah, yeah. She has much younger kids. She was glad to just chill and just yeah, like have three adults generally looking after one tiny baby. It was just so chill for us, you know. And yeah, like, yeah. Um, lots of tea and yeah, reading and her books. And yeah, stuff. and and really like when I thought about it, I was like, I'm not bringing my whole family over just to have cups of tea and chats with my yeah. cousins. They've really, you've, you know, obviously they've met you, but they haven't seen you know they don't know you as well as myself and Abigail do no but that's so, also what you wanted to do and and instead you would have had to be like okay guys we're going to drive an hour and a half to go this place today and we're going to go yeah. and do this we're going to go and do exactly. that and yeah 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 and actually it was perfect for me to have a chill kind of holiday this it's been mayhem you know that whole back to school thing and everything yeah. settled in this that and the other it's been busy 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 since we came back from our summer holidays you know so it was great but I mean, it was a very authentic experience of like what it's like to be in America. You know, there's no doubt about it. Um, well, what it's what it's like to be us. I think if it was if, yeah. if it was an authentic American experience, you would have eaten more mac and cheese, to be honest. Oh, well, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine that I could have fit any more mac and cheese into my little body. But, but I think that it didn't sell itself to me. Like I kind of th- thought at one point, well, maybe it's very beautiful and we could go for hikes and stuff like that but that also it's very agricultural like so a mm-hmm, lot of the mm-hmm. land yeah. is owned so there doesn't seem to be much opportunity to kind of get out into the wilderness it's not like Blair Witch Country or anything like you that. can I mean like yeah. people do go hiking but like I have no yeah. idea where they go so I'd have to have yeah. asked like my friend Sydney and gone where like which park do you go to and where can we and it would have been an hour and a half drive you know what I mean yeah and it would have been length rather than like challenge do you know what I mean yeah. like in terms yeah. of like 100 yeah far, but not no upwards or you know downwards or whatever like you know but for me you know it's always going to be the fact that you all are there you know and you know just seeing you and spending and having the opportunity to spend time with you and not having to share you with all your friends like I did when you were home for Atlas oh no it was so nice it was so nice and it was was so nice to see everybody and like from my point of view the same thing right it was so nice to get to hang out with people and not have to go listen I have to go because I'm meeting this other person or I have to go home because I because I tell mom and dad I'd be home for dinner or just you know you you are much more relaxed in your own home in a way and like obviously when I'm home there's no option for me to be like I'm going to spend three days with this one person so it was just so nice to go we have a week and we're all just chilling out and we're all just hanging out and chatting and like anything we don't get to say we can say tomorrow which yeah, exactly. you don't get when you come home you know what I mean yeah and we just we did like Beatrice gave us these pencils when we were leaving and they just have written on the side of them, I wet my plants. <laughs> oh, she gave me one as well. Such a great memory because we did laugh a lot. We're all women of a certain age who've all had multiple childbirths. So oh, God. Did. I've only had one and it came out the sunroof, so I'm not wetting anything. Thanks. 
<laughs> anyway, we but we just laughed so much. It was great crack. And it was just the tonic that I needed for, you know, after kind of stressful few months and everything like this. And yeah, it was so. Great. So basically, can I just summarize? You'd recommend it to someone who has a friend or family member in the Midwest, but otherwise go to so, New York or L.A. or Vegas or somewhere. Or as you know, we were talking, you know, if we were if we had an opportunity to come again, that we might meet you in Chicago. And yeah, do I'd love a that city break. And that was kind of that had been my plan. And initially with my family was that we'd go to Chicago for a few days and then make our drive down to mm-hmm. you. you know, mm-hmm. And I think if we had a, if I had a rental car as well, I'd feel a little bit less reliant. You know, do you know? What yeah. I mean? like we, yeah, 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 yeah couldn't and luckily we all get on well so we didn't weren't trying to get away with each from each other but I think you know even if I was there say with my husband you know in the future if he decided to come with me that's how we'd shape it more to be like yeah a trip. yeah oh, actually he's been to Chicago before so he's not really even no sad. don't listen yeah don't bother with him next no. time you come we'll meet you in Chicago we'll do a weekend Chicago we'll have a great day. time and yeah. and come in the summer and then we go and spend a week or 10 days at the pool yeah exactly that would be gorgeous yeah I was disappointed now because I was really getting into my swimming at home and I was like I bought myself a new swimming togs and everything I was like I'm gonna get into that pool but it was full of antifreeze or the pipes were full of antifreeze and did you bring the swimming togs with you I had them with me and everything yeah oh my god it would have been I still haven't had a go of them because I was so reckless the pool would have been freezing no no the pool would have been freezing as well because no no it's it's different it gets very that pool gets very cold I don't know what it is about it yeah, yeah, it's very good. Anyway. Roseanne, thank you so much for taking the time. And thank um, you for for being a great hostess. Oh, you're so welcome. Do you want people to be able to find you online? And if so, where can they find you? They can find me on Instagram. I'm enormous on Instagram. At enormous. At, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always a good laugh. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not on Twitter anymore since somebody hacked my account and stole my Twitter account two years I'm, ago. I'm not on Twitter anymore since Elon mm-hmm. Musk sacked the human yeah. rights team. So I'm glad I get to be like, I'm really principled, not just that I got hacked. I have principles. You didn't just get robbed. But I'll tell you that, oh, I'm not going to get into it. (laughs) Anyway, um, but thank you. Yeah, it's been great. And it's so nice to be on the podcast. I'm a big, uh, what is it? What is it? Long time listener, first time caller. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cheeseful. Thanks so much, Rosie. Talk to you soon, Rosie. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity, sound and original music by Don Kirkland, and our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.